All right, welcome to another episode of Tactics with Taylor. I'm going to be breaking down how you handle the other side of a peak. So for many of us, November and December is the biggest moment of our year. And we walk into January in a little bit of a lull. It is the valley after our biggest peak. Now, if you're in the fitness industry or you sell supplements or you sell gym equipment, then you can ignore this because this is actually your Super Bowl. But for the rest of Ecom, January can be a really challenging month. So the question is, what do you do when you're in a valley, when you're off peak? How do you survive? And what is unique about January in particular? So today I'm going to give you five ways to survive the other side of a peak. Okay. And that's going to be the tactics with Taylor today. And the number one is a financial issue that I see a lot of brands make a mistake with. And that's that do not look at your total sales revenue in the month of January. So Shopify by default displays your revenue. So if you look in the app all the time, if you're one of those people that's constantly refreshing your app, or you look inside of here at the dashboard, this is inside of Bamboo Earth, the default reporting mechanism is total sales. Now, the definition of total sales in this case is order revenue, every dollar collected from the customer minus returns. Okay. And this is normally not that big of an issue. Or if you're a brand where you have sort of an even return rate throughout the year, but here's why it can become really deceptive in the month of January. December, likely one of your largest revenue months of the year. So even if you were to say, let's say you do a million dollars in um, the month of December and you have a 10% return rate. So you would expect about $100,000 worth of returns on that million dollars of revenue. But in December, I only do $500,000 of revenue, half of December. Well, if that rev, if that, if those returns show up on a cash basis in the month of January and you process those returns in January, it's going to appear that your return rate has doubled for the month of January. And on a P&L basis, it, unless you're accruing those returns back to their order, it is. And so total sales will make you feel like you are generating less revenue than you can. And if you calculate MER, marketing efficiency ratio, which we talked about a few videos back, on the basis of total sales, those incremental returns from December are going to deceive you into thinking you're less efficient than you are. I've seen this happen to brands over and over again, where they don't realize that they're actually generating the same level of revenue um, realization. It's just being offset by the returns, which are really a function of December's revenue. So make sure that you don't calculate MER and make decisions to pull back spend on the basis of total sales. That's number one. Anytime you're on the other side of a peak where your revenue is going to come down, you have to be careful about the way that you handle and realize returns. The second thing to talk about is the reality that, that your business in the month of January should have variable expenses that you can flex down. This is one of the reasons why Outsource staffing and not having your entire payroll be in-house is so important for e-commerce brands. It's because your revenue is not consistent month to month. And when that's the case, you need to be able to flex your revenue, your staffing, your cost up and down relative to the workload. So hopefully you have an outsource model where you can pull back on your OPEX in the month of January. You can run leaner than any other month. But if you don't, this is a great opportunity to start to figure out where possibly you have a full-time role that in January should be a part-time role. So if you want to really start to track the output, there's no way that your staff should be the same in January as it was in December if you did twice the revenue, okay? So you have to think about those output roles, the roles, whether it's usually these are production level functions that are responsible for making things, whether it's a number of emails or designs or creative or whatever it might be, be cautious to just distribute that work across the same amount of people every month. So you need to ask yourself in this month, use it as an opportunity to figure out where you can get linear and create variable staffing where you currently have FTEs. 
The next thing is sort of a classic uh, off-season moment, which is about the liquidation of inventory. I want you to be aggressive about taking stock that you had planned to move in November and December and figuring out a way to get rid of it now. Don't carry it on your balance sheet. Don't be afraid to run back a large liquidation sale for non-core items or non-evergreen items or anything that is at risk of going bad. Move the product, get back into a better cash position and get to make another bet. Do not let inventory in the month of January linger. Think like a, uh, a large-scale retailer that would be carrying swimsuits in the off-season. This is the time where you buy swimsuits at Nordstrom's and you buy the jackets in the summer, right? It's because that inventory needs to be liquidated to get into better stock ahead of your key upcoming peak moments. Hey, folks, thanks for listening to this preview episode. To hear the episode in full, check out admission at youradmission.co. That's Y-O-U-R. A-D-M-I-S-S-I-O-N dot C-O.